Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. You think we're stupid? You think we're fools? This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. From Studio C. He's in your... Oh, boy. Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, two days after the election, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Probably Joe Biden. Yeah, I think we're going to get Nevada results while we're on the air today. And if that goes Biden's way, which it's looking that way, but we don't know, um, then I think Trump's out of luck. Well, uh, Vlad Putin has been successful in that. I don't believe much at this point. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Anywho. There's a hell of a lot of misinformation flying around. And I'm looking forward to talking about other things, um, including other things that are election-wise. I mean, you got things that were voted on all across the country that are pretty interesting. You got a couple of cats and dogs as mayors, as usual. (laughs) Good. Very small towns across the country that have elected a cat as mayor. Time to end the disgusting speciesism of this country. You know, you were talking yesterday about the difference between urban and rural areas and their need for government. And Mm -hmm. you just have less need for government the more rural you are. And it reminded me when I heard about a cat being a mayor in some small town. I know the mayor in the the town that I lived in, uh, in high school, we're the biggest town around. People would come in on a Friday and Saturday night because we we're the biggest town around at 3,800 people. Oh, yeah. All the other towns were little towns. We were, we're the well, Let's town. work the nightclub district, <laughs> which is the nightclub. 3,800 people. And uh, But anyway, we had a mayor, and it was kind of like, uh, you want to be mayor this time? No, not really. Okay. And it paid a dollar a year, and it was kind of a joke because you just didn't really need that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, it was. It's like being the president of your local fraternal organization. It kind of rotates. I think my high school class was somewhere around the size of your town. I think it was like uh, just south of three thousand. I can't. I know even my wife's was. Yeah, and that's just so. See, that's hard. That's impossible for me to wrap my head around. I went to college my first year in a town of seven thousand and thought it was just a city. Um, that's my perspective. Um, but if then, you can make it there. Then as you get more dense, you need more government for all kinds of different reasons. Joe explained yesterday. Listen to the podcast. But, yes, uh, it was uh, beautif- beautifully wrought, if that I is do the, say so myself. That is a lot of the urban-rural divide that goes on in our politics. It's a sure. completely different lifestyle and relationship with the government. Yeah, the, the one thing that, that bothers a lot of us who are small government types is small government types feel no need to impose that on the big cities. Y'all can run your affairs any way you want. Sure, have as much government as you want when I'm in western Kansas and you're in Kansas City. Exactly, but the people of, say, Seattle feel a desperate need to impose their views on the rest of the state. That seems to be pretty true. And and, in Portland and L.A., San Francisco, etc., please, you're, you know, as a guy who grew up in Illinois, it makes me insane that a tiny little geographical pocket of the state runs a gigantic gigantic state because chicago and its its near suburbs are so populous i want to talk about some of the voting around uh drugs at various places in the country and whether that's gonna help or hurt we could have that discussion we're a drug year country no doubt um 
Also, uh, what was the other thing I was hot to trot? Oh, uh, you know, uh, back to the election. I, I definitely, I don't know about you, but I don't want to talk about the election all day long. Oh, I do. <laughs> I can't wait. This is so interesting. I mean, I've been holding on to this article in 2020. Why do printers still suck? I really want to get to that because, you know, I've got a, a jihad against printers. Well, if you don't think the 4th District of Nevada is exciting, I don't know how to please you. Um, people still oh, speaking uh, of which, positive Sean, that uh, the guy imitating the CNN uh, tote board guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll good. play that for you. I love that. Yeah, the, the endless... Pointing at various counties and explaining how they went for Ike in 52 or whatever, you know. It's like a Tarantino movie, too. It gets better every time you watch it. Yeah. You know, oh, he planted that in scene one? What? Like, it's, it's great. It's great. That's hilarious. Yeah, boy. And uh, still trying to figure out, is there such thing as polling? Or is there polling for some things and not for other things? We need to figure, we really should figure that There's out such as a country. such a thing as palm reading. I mean, I, I, what, are, what are you asking? <laughs> well, I just, I wonder... I wonder if there's not such thing as polling for voting for a presidential election. For whatever reason, and everybody's got a different theory, but it just doesn't work. But is there polling for views on illegal immigration or abortion or any other big issues? Or are we all completely misled about what the country thinks about some of these issues and have been our whole lives because they're off by double digits and always the same direction for some weird reason? That's the other weird thing with the polling is you got two elections in a row where it's off in all the states... And nationally, always the same direction. So what's going on there? I don't believe there's some sort of, if, if I like a lot of you do believe that there's like, a, you know, the, the fixes in. I think it's got something to do with, well, polling. If I go to a store and every time I check out, sometimes I get shorted five bucks, sometimes I get five bucks extra in change. Okay, that guy's just bad at math. <laughs> yeah. If every time I'm five dollars short, that guy's a crook. Well, there was yeah. a giant scandal at uh, supermarkets. When was that? 10, 15 years ago that they did a, a study. And uh, found out that they aired to the side of the store ninety six percent of the time. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I. I but you know, could it be the way you know, newsrooms are liberal? Polling is liberal. I don't know. Uh, yeah. How how far do you want to get in? I, I mean, because you you pose like six questions there, and I have I have at least tentative answers to all of them. Well, maybe but, we can do a whole segment on that later. Maybe that's pretty interesting. I, I think. And then and then that other question that I have that I really want to get into is: <clears> So <throat> am I wrong? Are we wrong in what America thinks about abortion, immigration, all these other major issues? Or does that no. polling work? Yes. Okay. Joe's answered the question. There you go. Um, I'd be delighted to expand on my answers at some point. Cool, we'll get into that later, I suppose. It's, inter- it's interesting, though. I mean, because yeah. it, it was way wrong. Again, the same direction. Here's a slightly longer answer, as long as you're going on on the topic, and that is they will invent a new uh, term, a new measure, a new number, because it's just all math. Um, now, certainly, once the human element gets involved, they can twist things, but it's just math. So they will say, we have a volatility index of 1.4, which means, you know, take this with a shaker full of salt. Uh, the, the the passion index, whatever you want to call it, where our estimates for turnout, for instance, are wild guesses and we know it. Yeah, well, I heard a, a pollster on uh, NPR this morning uh, saying he was blaming the way the media uses polls. And there's a certain truth to that in that you regularly see breaking news. Donald Trump is now leading Joe Biden by one point. Anything that's one point should never be news. I mean, it's just it's 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 
well, it's unscientific to call yeah. it news, anything that's within the margin of error. And they regularly do that. So he's right about that. But on the other hand, he got the most respected pollsters in the country, guy at the New York Times and Nate Silver, the two Nates, who are, you know, on Sunday morning saying it's 90% likely that Trump wins. Right. You said that. You're the pollster who supposedly understands the science. And you've told me two elections in a row, it was 90% likely it's going to turn out a certain way. And it was a tie. More or less. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't blame the media for misusing polls. Well, and the media are clickbait chasing cokeheads. So they are misusing the polls. Well, right. But the pollsters are all are. of them. OK, OK. <laughs> you can't take that. I do blame them. I'm a media blamer. Yeah. Media sucks. Pollsters suck. Politicians suck. <laughs> Everything yes. sucks. You sound a little bit like a nihilist. Today. Yes. Mm. Are you an anarchist or a nihilist? A little of both. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm very I know. complicated. I know what I talk about. Have you seen the video going around the, the, the girl spitting in the face of the cop there in New York? And I have all, not. That went, you oh, wa- oh. you got to watch that. It's oh. another one of those, but pretty. I'm, I don't have all the uh, info, but I'm guessing by looking at her, she's pretty. She's young. I'll bet she's educated. I'll oh, bet yeah. she comes from a middle or upper class family. Yeah. And just screaming, F yeah, at this cop right in his oh, face yeah. and then finally spits on him. And then he has to uh, you get rough with her. But the, the tussle is rather brief. Yeah. Yes, I've seen it. But uh, uh, that whole it thing. It gladdened my heart. That, if that makes me a bad person, guilty. That whole thing is not going away. Those people are crazy. Yes. Yes, they are. They're full on mentally ill. Yeah. And they get way, way, way too much uh, leeway. By the sane in America. The sane are going to have to stand up for sanity. Never mind Trump and Biden. You need to develop confidence in what is sane and what is insane yeah, and then call out the, the the insane when you see it i'm not optimistic about in your that. school in your workplace at your diversity training <laughs> bullcrap that's what you need to cry <laughs> bullis anyway let's introduce our main squad there's our board operator michelangelo he presses buttons he flips toggles occasionally pulls a lever how are you this morning michael i'm excited nevada's gonna have a big announcement here in a few hours but i want him to do it vegas vegas style have a big jackpot machine you know yes. with a they pull, <laughs> pull the handle lever. and then it spells out either trump or biden depending on who mostly won. naked chicks needless to say yeah. with those feather things i yeah. don't even know where you buy those <laughs> yeah i don't in <laughs> vegas apparently and there ought to be some sort of uh, like coupons they're handing out where you get a drink with your meal or something. <laughs> you read my mind. I was just going to say 50, 50% off at the buffet. You know, today only. Election results. You want to go to the Blue Man Group? Go to this eight-hour timeshare meeting. <laughs> Beautiful. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I was going to uh, open up with uh, the best explanation for the market's reaction to yesterday that I found, but I'd rather go off on my uh, free ticket Vegas uh, Blue Man Group jag for a minute. <laughs> So your your business model for this timeshare is to entice people in Vegas with free tickets that retail for maybe $45, and you're trying to sell them this $1,000 a month contract timeshare. Th- right. I don't think you have targeted out the prospective potential buyers for this thing. I'm trying to see a cheap show. You seem to be catering towards a, a wealthy vacationing class that right. I am not. Volume, <laughs> yeah. volume, volume, man. That's a decent point. Uh, the people that can afford the timeshare can actually afford it. Can afford to say, "Now nah, buy my own ticket." No, I'm gonna I'm gonna value this four hours that apparently I had to get on a bus to go. What? That's a why good, are we going? So? That's a decent point. Uh, point of order, Mister Chairman. That person is what unwise. The person who values forty dollars for a ticket more than their day. 
an unwise person is the perfect mark for a timeshare. Mm-hmm. Booyah. Mm. I think. I, I guess know. Fools and money and such. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hello. They got to have the money. Since or... it's a terrible idea in most cases. Yes. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday, November 5th, the year 2020. We are, we are, we would, we don't have a president. We're without a president. Rudderless ship. Uh, we, are, we are Armstrong and Getty. We approve of this program. Let's, we are keeping that clip for the rest of our lives. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations, which will probably change under the Biden administration at Mark. This has just come across. Nate Silver says Arizona should be taken Arizona. down from the column. Yeah. He says, I don't know. I guess if you, I guess if Arizona you forced me to make a pick, I sure as heck uh, don't know. I guess it would be in the Biden column. But he says it's not a sure thing anymore. I know we ruled it one way. We believe it. But uh, for him to move it out is uh, uh, if, if you're a high five and you're a Biden fan, maybe you're, you're dancing before you get in the end zone. So it's hard to say, though, because Nate Silver's, uh, if you don't know who he is, he's probably the most famous pollster in America, and he's really trying to save his industry. I mean, he may go away. He may go from being a celebrity that's on all the talk shows all the time to just going away. Oh, yeah. Because he's been so wrong so many times. You know, it'll be a tumble like OJ. <laughs> so him him taking Arizona out of the column might be just he's trying to save his rep somehow or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll be see. like OJ. <laughs> yeah. From the, that's a little strong. America's good buddy to craven murderer. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. I'm well, not, just saying. I'm just I'm saying. Not, I'm not coming for a kick in here. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> How does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's good. Creative. <laughs> uh, our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A number of places across the country, states, cities with the most drug addicts, and their biggest problems that come from that, have legalized more drugs. Yep. You don't see a relationship there in any way? It's an experiment. Wow. Yeah, and and you don't want to go downtown in those cities anymore. And some of them are some of the most beautiful on earth. Mailbag. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Aldous Huxley. The propagandist's purpose is to make one set of people forget that certain other sets of people are human. Some of the social justice warrior uh, lecturer diversity training videos that have emerged actually have the woke instructor saying, white people are fundamentally flawed from birth. They're actually arguing an old-timey fundamentalist racist argument. It's unbelievable. Sort of and thing all you, the woke white people say, oh, teach me, teach me. Sort of thing you thought disappeared from advanced societies a long, long time ago. Right, which is why the woke crowd is actually trying to roll back the enlightenment, because their arguments don't stand up to logic, so they declare logic racist. And it works. We got a minute? Two minutes, Okay. Uh, Chuck writes, uh, has anybody tried unplugging the United States and plugging it back in? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, that is funny, Chuck. Nicely done. How about this from... Uh... <laughs> I got great credit for my family the other day for sol- solving our giant why won't our Netflix work problem. 
I unplugged nice. a couple of things, oh, waited yeah. a little bit, counted to ten, plugged them back in. He's a savant, folks. <laughs> First of all, sir, I don't believe your name is Winston E. Faggotty. Hmm. Friend of Armstrong and Getty over ten years. It's an the, acronym, The people. acronym is Faggotty. But uh, anyway, Winston writes, um, so Biden is president, maybe. How about we just do a hell-in-the-cell checkers tournament? Best four out of five, straight royal rumble. Just like Trump-Biden, checkerboard, checker pieces, and arena rock playing in the background <laughs> with a green screen of scenic American motifs, huh? The idea of tooled men playing checkers for something sounds Best pretty good. Best four out of five. Watch me. Winston, you are a genius and probably crazy, but thank you for that. Uh, I Ken, got a great conspiracy theory. Super, because that's what we need. Uh, Ken writes, most men and you're voted. Not going to tell me now? I'm going to tell you later. Oh, awesome. Ken writes, most men voted for Trump. Most women voted for Biden. Unfortunately for Trump, there are more women than men. Now that's some uh, election analysis. That is very accurate, and we need to talk about that later. Well, what? that's because men here. Ah, and finally, they just dropped dead. <laughs> it's, it's science. That's why there's more women than men. Okay, exactly. but uh, the, the voting thing. Uh, I was listening to a podcast about this yesterday. Has there been a society where you have a gender breakdown in politics like this in the modern world? Not sure there has been. And what does that mean? I, I'll tell you one thing: it means a lot of homosexuality. Oh, boy. Tremendous amount of homosexuality. You can email us at uh, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's quite a theory you got there. Have you polled it? You're going to have to have sex with another dude if you want to have... Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We won't belabor it, just to bring you up to speed. Roughly the same place we were yesterday. We still don't know who won Nevada. Biden's up by 10,000, but there's still some votes to count. They're going to announce today, noon Eastern, 9 West Coast, uh, the results. So that'll be a big deal. Let me toss in that uh, Trump's lead in the southeastern states, Georgia and North Carolina, have narrowed, but he still has them. There are some, including Nate Silver, who say Arizona's back in play. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it, it continues to look better for Biden, but who knows? I, I do believe the biggest change since our broadcast ended yesterday was Michigan and Wisconsin got called True. officially. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that, those were pretty much baked in as assumptions at that point. Yeah. Well, and, called uh, by the Associated Press. Officially, the vote has to be certified on December the 1st, blah, 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 blah. So Trump needs to win at all, everything that's left out there to become president. Also of note, Wisconsin being within 1% margin, I believe, triggers an automatic recount based mm, on that state. It's not automatic. It's not but, automatic. And it will do no good. But there will be a recount, which is very exciting for the lawyers who will make zillions of dollars. So then why do it? So the lawyers make zillions of dollars. <laughs> That's what's going to drive it, you think? Right. <clears throat> Probably, yeah. Hmm. Um, it's amazing how tight these races were in oh, so many of these states. Oh, it's it is. absolutely Astounding. amazing. Yep. Um, you know, not one of those. I, th- I mean, it's the, the biggest margin, I think, is Nevada. That's I can't remember them, but there are so many states that are less than one percent different. If if they change Arizona, the, the the all the math changes a little bit, obviously. But if Arizona stays Biden, Trump's got to win practically everything that's left. So correct. Uh, we'll see. Um, but uh, you know, one interesting thing in that is. I would have, if you'd ask me, so it's two days after the election, uh, 
We don't have any idea who's won. It's super close. Lawsuits flying around. What is the stock market like? I would have said in the toilet. Nope. Rallying, doing well. Yep. Moving up. I guess the feeling is, because the, the market hates uncertainty, Joe. I guess the feeling must be, eh, it's going to be, you know, the Republicans have the Senate, so whatever. Yeah, the worst impulses of the Democrats will be uh, contained, held in check. In, in short, a stimulus bill is on the way, but Biden doesn't have the votes to get his tax plan through. Yep. Hmm. Anyway, um, uh, so how ugly is this going to guess? Well, get? Well, here's a Newt Gingrich, for instance, on Fox last night. I think as they watch Joe Biden's Democratic Party steal the election in Philadelphia, steal the election in Atlanta, steal the election in Milwaukee, I think the more information that comes out, the greater the rage is going to be. I think this was the critical moment. This was the event when Mm -hmm. they knew they couldn't beat Trump, honestly, and therefore I think you're going to see an explosion of rage over the next few weeks, and you're going to see this entire result overturned. I'm a Newt Gingrich fan, but I think that is uh, really irresponsible. Um, And I was happy to see Byron York, who's a right-winger, Washington Examiner on Fox yesterday, saying at some point you have to present some evidence that this is happening. Yeah, well, I can guarantee there's hinkiness in the cities he mentioned. There's there are vote fraud. The dead have voted. I have substantive proof. Uh, alert listener uh, Kelly Senator Long that a dead guy voted in Detroit. You can look it up. Um, but uh, the guy's three years older than the oldest living person on Earth. Oh, really? Congratulations! Yes. And, uh, and still interested in the electoral. One hundred eighteen year old guy votes. Uh, I've got his name, <laughs> his uh, his date of birth, et cetera, his zip code. You can track his ballot. Uh, Judy and I did this, um, and uh, and I tracked his ballot. And sure enough, he voted at age 118. Anyway, you will find stuff like that. I believe there is uh, substantial vote fraud in Cal Unicornia, the, one of the only precincts on earth that permits vote harvesting, ballot harvesting, and a state that blanketed every address with a ballot, not given a good GD. Who lived there for how long or anything? It didn't matter. The point was just flood apartment buildings with ballots that could then be harvested. Having said that, the Republican Party has the best lawyers on earth digging into this. And we have a good, solid conservative Supreme Court. So if anything is of enough impact to actually have done any harm, I have a lot of faith they're going to find it. Second point. Well, how about stating that it's clearly already occurred, as Newt Gingrich just did? Second point. The political pros of the world on both sides have decided that rage is the best way to get you to the polls. Everybody's enraged, so they're trying to stoke the rage. For the next polls? I mean, we just voted. Well, it doesn't matter. Political contributions, engagement, volunteering, showing up. Yeah, you got to rage is like a fire in your fireplace. You got to stoke it. Well, I agree. I agree with Byron York. And again, he he usually leans way toward backing Trump on things. Him saying you got to you got to bring forward evidence of this happening at some point. Not one old guy who voted. I mean, systemic. This is a part of a plan evidence. Well, he's not old. He's dead. (laughs) I mean. Dead is the ultimate old, I guess. Um, right, right. And, uh, you know, again. And, I, oh, the, the other thing I want to say is uh, because we're kind of a clearinghouse for information around here and y'all email us tons and tons of articles, uh, we've said many times, if there's something you think we ought to be talking about, 
Email it to mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Um, people send around a lot of, have sent around already a lot of stuff that is clearly not true. I've thought, I've seen, you know, this uh, city had more people vote than are registered to vote. So I dug into the numbers. It's not true. There's a lot of misinformation flying around already for the purpose of stoking your rage. Well, and am I wrong? As I was looking at yesterday, it seems like everything that's happening happening is logical. There aren't illogical things happening. As they're getting numbers in from urban areas that would be more heavily Biden, it's much more heavily Biden votes. Yeah, and much more, uh, there's much more heavy use of mail-in voting from lefties than righties. Yeah. Yeah, and but if if you phrase something darkly enough that they found 150,000 votes in the middle of the night, for instance, which is a different way of saying they continued counting in the morning uh, all the mail-in votes. And sorry to undermine the narrative, folks, but I won't be manipulated by either party, either side. Uh, you know, they, they'll look into it, they'll dig into it, they'll probably do a half-ass job, but the half-ass is the best you get in our system of government. And if there's anything widespread, they'll find it. Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. And I there's... don't think Rudy Giuliani's going to find it, and I don't think Newt Gingrich is going to find so it. So do you think Newt Gingrich believes what he was saying, or is he just trying to you know, stoke anger? The latter. Yeah, I think so too, which is disappointing to me. Um, well, he was he's seen by a lot of people as the George Washington of really bitter personal that's good politics. Newt has wooden teeth? <laughs> You're missing my point. Oh. Uh, and and keep he in has mind, slaves. Uh, I like talking to Newt. Uh, I, I think I he's a it. really interesting guy. I love his view of of his history, the American history in particular. But the Republican Party heaved him out on his ear pretty quickly. Back when he had power, they got tired of his act, but quick. I would rather go with the ang- the angle of if you're going to try to get people uh, fired up for the next election, and I'm not talking about the next election. Don't even get me started. But if you're trying to get people mobilized or fired up, say, look, we've got the entire media against us. We've got all of Hollywood against us. We have to organize even better than we did last time because you see how hard it's going to be. Right. And, you know, work toward winning an election. Liberty, religious liberty, you know, protecting life real education in the schools man you could rally people like crazy over that but rage is easier or i think and we will we'll get into this more later the numbers on uh what the republican party did with hispanics particularly but all minorities absolutely amazing i've always wondered why aren't hispanics conservative they are conservative yeah. most, most people who come in from mexico for instance the millions and millions of families that have come in from mexico mm-hmm. they're by nature conservative so, you know, maybe finally, you know, Trump got a higher number of that than anybody has in 60 years. And that's an anomaly. Right. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. So there might, you know, go that direction. Try to bring in a whole new crowd of people. But here's, here's keep my... keep going on uh, alerting black America to the way they've been jobbed for the last 70 years by the Democratic Party. Um, so having said that, I don't think there is some sort of giant conspiracy going on to, uh, to uh, swing the election. Um, here's my conspiracy theory. That okay. at least seems possible because you got a lot of really powerful people involved here. Please be the fake Melania All thing. Right, one more one more thing about rage, just real quick. The left has been using irrational, stupid, emotionalistic rage arguments, and I have criticized the hell out of them for it. I'm not going to engage in it. Trying to get people, you know, well, irrationally whipped up emotionally. Just no, no, that's not conservatism. Anyway, back yeah, to your conspiracy theory. I, I don't theory. think my conspiracy theory, I don't think I can work in fake Melania. I know that's the one you're following. Oh, man. 
there are there are a whole bunch of websites and videos out there trying to claim that there are there's a, a Melania double or something like that. Well, the idea of Trump swapping out one hot wife for another one is not unprecedented. <laughs> An acolyte. I see you, comrade. <laughs> um, if you got Mitch McConnell and uh, Joe Biden in a room, yes, and any of the other powerful people in their parties, yes, and said, what compromise could we come up with? I think their compromise would be we get Trump out, you're president, but we're hanging on to the Senate, and you're not doing all that crazy stuff. And they'd say, okay, we can't have Trump any longer. Mitch McConnell doesn't like Trump. Trump's been bad-mouthing him forever. Yeah, but you managed to get the fix in in like uh, 27 states? So, because you're fixing the uh, I'm just senatorial saying, elections, too, right, in your theory? Yeah. Okay. No, no, I think I think you just fixed the presidential election. Maybe that Trump would have won anyway. Okay. Somehow you have to make sure he doesn't win though. You, you, well, you can't deny this: the most powerful people in Washington D.C., Republican and Democrat, would have would have come to this result. Yes. If you got them in a room together, I think you're right. I think yes. that's absolutely a solid belief. Yes. The Republicans, the heavyweights in the Republican Party, wanted Trump gone. Lots of them you would be surprised at, probably. Yeah, well, and obviously the Democrats. And if I'm uh, Mitch McConnell, I'm and the thinking, Democrats are scared of the crazies on the left, so they'd make this deal, right? And I'm Mitch McConnell thinking, got a, a crazy old man, <laughs> and you're Mitch McConnell's better than mine. I start laughing every time I start; it ruins it. Um, Mitch Why is McConnell, your hand purple, Mitch? Mitch McConnell's thinking, I got a crazy old man. And this woman from California, who I wouldn't pick to to manage my bookstore, because I know she'd steal. Um, sure, we'll give you one go at the White House, because we'll probably win the next four. Uh, so, yeah, I could see them coming to this grand uh, bargain in secret, in the dark. All I'm saying with is... With Count that... Dracula and uh, <laughs> is, Montgomery Burns. Is this yeah. room smoke-filled? Uh, probably. Awesome. All I'm saying is, you got the result, all the powerful people... Would have wanted probably probably Pro- probably given the uh, uncertainty in in the various swing states, but yeah, I hear you. It seems like a heck of a coincidence. <sighs> I don't it's know how not, you pull it off. It's not a coincidence at all. <laughs> how would you pull it off? You'd have Donald Trump alienate all the old people in Arizona by badmouthing John McCain for years. God, that's if that ends up being the case, that that's what lost him. That's some serious karma. There, you know what? Man. Don't 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 listen to me. Who would listen to me? I'm a crank. I'm a crackpot. <laughs> Hang on now. Wait a minute. Joe's don't animated. Should we do this after the break? We d- d- what what you're about to hear? Well, yeah, it's it's just pretty persuasive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. On 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 what happened or my good conspiracy theory? <sighs> You've got something to back my conspiracy no, theory? No. 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 Have because, you spotted the fake Melania? No, my brain works. <laughs> So, no, I don't have anything to support your theory. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Next hour, we can show you what's going on in a couple of states just to make it more clear. The whole uh, challenge in Wisconsin, impossible recount, and what's going on in Arizona, and why that's been pulled off of some people's maps is still undecided. Right. All on the way. Plus, Rhode Island has voted to change the state's name. Seriously. Stay with us. For reals. For reals. Stady McState face. Uh, Don't go away. Christopher. The only thing you need to, <laughs> the only thing you need to know about this clip is that the visual in, uh, consists entirely of a map being wildly uh, zoomed in and out and moved up and down and a guy with a pointer pointing at various jurisdictions. This is what's this fellow's name? Uh, Michael Costa, I believe. Michael uh, Costa or Costa uh, doing his impression of CNN for the last 24 hours. Ohio's important. Everyone knows Ohio's important. You're going to go down here in the valley between Columbus and Pittsburgh. And then you got the Aikman Triangle right here. Hillary Clinton carried this next to Canton. And then there's, of course, there's Wooster. But 1876, it was a different story. Orville, this is a problem for Orville. This is a problem for Biden. Trump carries these North Lawrence down over here, up here to Canal Fulton. You're going to zoom in. You're going to zoom in and get up here to 9321 Triangle Circle. That's what they call it, right around <laughs> Nickajack Farms. Everyone knows that Nickajack Farms has always been carried Trump ever since 1884 when he only won 42% of the vote. We're going to go south. We're going to head our way south. We're going to zoom in a little bit. Right there, there's a green patch. We call this Elms Country Club. Back in the day, Elms Country Club is where, of course, Hamilton lost the duel with Washington. Everyone knows this is a huge Republican mainstay. We're going to back up a little bit. I never stop talking. I always just keep moving the map. We need more data. Of course, there's East Canton. East Canton, of course, runs east of Canton, which is just east of Massillon. And then Massillon's north of Nevers. And we all know that these are Republican hotspots. Perry Heights, Biden, exiting polls say that the 620 27 is backed up here all the way down to 77. I never stopped talking. I was told to keep talking. Never stopped talking. <laughs> keep moving the map. Everyone knows about East Sparta. But let me remind you because East Sparta carries this. You know, that's, it's funny how cultures catch on in that. I don't know who first did it that way, but now they all do it that way. And why has no director said, hey, there's no reason to go so fast? <laughs> there's no hurry here. But they all act like, I've been given one minute to cover the entire country, so here I go. And yeah. but, but why? Well, there are a lot of counties. <laughs> they have been given one minute. Bad, bad news for Orville. Bad news for Biden. <laughs> was he ad-libbing that? Yes, he was. Because he'd zoom in, and you could see it like that country club would pop up. On, you get to a certain zoom setting, and then you yeah. see the businesses and golf courses or whatever. So he was just ad-libbing as things popped up on them. That was really where, good. Where, Tendick Farms, a Republican mainstay, whatever the, what it was. <laughs> where Hamilton uh, lost in a duel to Washington. Yeah. Everyone knows this. <laughs> oh, man. That was beautiful. Oh. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, just because this came up a second ago, uh, the Trump people want to recall in uh, Wisconsin. And uh, recount. Uh, yep. Recount. Yep. And um, uh, so they they can get that uh, if they want it because it's a small enough win. But uh, Scott Walker, who is the former governor, uh, he jumped in to say, yeah, we, we can do that. But got to tell you, the last t- couple of times we've done recounts, it, it changed 131 votes once and 300 votes the other time, and you're behind by 20,000, so... Yeah, yeah. So that's worth keeping in mind if you're holding out hope for a recount in Wisconsin. I think for the good of America, any voting irregularities, cheats, etc., ought to be uncovered and prosecuted. There's no question about that. Um, the, the lying communists on nakedly progressive radio this morning with some utterly dishonest reporting about um, the various lawsuits and, and what they're suing for. Um, and I'd, I'd like to describe that a little more, but um, uh, I promised you this. 
This is a note from uh, David. You talked about how well Trump did in the face of the left media's anti-Trump propaganda they spewed. Well, Trump could have and should have won by a landslide, but no, his arrogance destroyed his large majority. For example, the treatment of John McCain. He didn't even realize how many baby boomer veterans there were, or else he ignored them. A savvy salesman would at least recognize a huge political force in the veterans. He could have faked it at the least. McCain was a true war hero, and to say something different was perceived as anti-American. Most news cycles only last a day, but his treatment of McCain was not forgotten. Goodbye, Arizona, and hundreds of thousands of votes across America. Just one example. I happen to agree with David. Just from a political point of view, you can hate John McCain. And McCain absolutely tried to undermine Trump. Uh, but a smart, savvy person, and we've had this in our careers many times, somebody deserved a tongue lashing. But if we could hold our tongues and play a little chess, we could outmaneuver them and best them. And the, the, like, the, the simple animal impulse of lashing out is managed by people who are ultimately successful. And and Trump lacks that. He doesn't he shoots himself in the foot over and over again. And I think the McCain thing lost him Arizona. Uh speaking of Arizona. If indeed Arizona goes that way, yeah. it's still kind of in play. Nate Silver, the big pollster, took it back out of the Biden column and back into undecided. And uh, there are quotes today in the dispatch from Arizona officials who are counting when they saw it got called by Fox and the Associated Press, they were like, "What?" How did you call this? We're not even close to deciding yet. How odd. So, But Fox is standing by their decision that Arizona went for Biden. They believe they've got the numbers. Armstrong and Getty.